Aloha, Kohala. It is 301. Well, it says it's 301 here at KNKR, but it, we know it's not exactly 301. But whatever. It's just time. It's February 2223. And you're listening to KNKR LP 96.1 FM, Kohala. Uh, we're going to have intuitive talk story. A big mahalo to Lydia for a smooth transition. Aloha, love you. And this is Isla Allgood with Mikkel Anna. And we are ready. We are ready for intuitive talk story, for what comes up today. We've been talking a little bit before the show about letting go. There's some letting go out on the table. There's some loss on the table. There's also, um, oh, I wanted to tell you this, but maybe I'll wait on this. This is this is good. This will be a little bit later. Okay. So yeah. Something in her back pocket. Yeah. I just reminded a conversation I had with somebody. So I, I want to remember to talk about that. Anyway. Well, um, today is uh, the third day for me of, mm. of loss of my little Coco Bunny, which oh. was my little rabbit, actually my dear friend's rabbit of many years, who raised this rabbit for 13 and a half years. Mm. The rabbit was almost dying when it came to me. Um, and I brought it back to life, and it actually lived to be 15 and spent a wow. year and a half with me. And honestly, it was really, really magical and mm. really expansive. And oh my goodness, I guess what I want to say about that to everyone out there who's pet owners, it's been a while since I had had a pet or some and a companion really and a soul friend and this rabbit was definitely like a soul spirit it wasn't just you know a pet it was a a, a companion a, mm. a really amazing being and it helped me i meditated with the bunny uh. and it helped we did things together it helped yeah. me go get things and do things and and um you know i just want to shout out to you all with your with your animal companion friends just i know that love is so precious and so amazing and i kind of wanted to reflect um, for those who have lost animals, companions, um, to just kind of give you a, a virtual hug mm. in that um, and losing loved ones in general. But a companion is really different. An animal companion is different, obviously, than a yeah. person. But in a way that you have this really unconditional love bond that is so fulfilling in such a deep way. And I want to share that um, for myself coming out of that, one of the things I was just experiencing is kind of as my my animal passed, my bunny passed, I felt parts of myself coming in deeper to me of that deeper unconditional love and compassion that I experienced with my animal. Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage all of us to reach deeper into our own love and compassion, that safety that you feel when you're with your with your animal companion, with your spirit friend, and that you feel to allow that safety and compassion to really be embodied in our own hearts and to let ourselves feel that greatness of safety and compassion in our own selves and with our own beingness. Um, really to allow that to permeate. And, and if you are going through a loss, to bring that in even more so, all the aspects that you experienced with that animal or being or loved one or, or friend in any capacity, death of any kind, um, that you you know embody and breathe into those places that were so fulfilling and gave us so many deep gifts. And I've just been resonating myself in a lot of gratitude for the experience, how much I learned and, and how much I received, and really thanking the spirit um, that 
communed with me. And so again, gratitude helps us when we're feeling low too, to get Mm. into the higher areas. So just giving thanks for every experience, even when it's painful, letting those experiences really enrich us and um, give us the gifts that we, that we need to carry forth and that we're really learning. Like, like I say a lot, we're on this video game where everything's just this movie. So again, reminds us to not take it too serious, not get caught up in that illusion and, and then just allow things to fall away. You know, we can talk a little more about that. Yeah. Well, I, you bring up a lot of good points, a lot of interesting points. Um, I think one of them is, comes up for me as honoring the loss. Sometimes we, uh, we minimize uh, a loss because it's, we knew it was coming or it was somebody that we weren't close to or something that this little creature and, oh, well, you know, I knew he was going to go. I mean, what's, you know, like we, we don't, we don't allow ourselves to feel the fullness of that experience of that, that sadness, that grief, that loss. Yes, we can know that they're in spirit and we can still (laughs) contact them, but we miss that connection, that physicality, because that's what we're living in. Yeah, that's right. You know, and I was yeah. really surprised myself because, you know, I had been dancing and actually my bunny he was with me and like was wanting to be with me. And I had a feeling that he was going to go. Mm. This, this, I just, there was some other things going on and, and honestly some big chapters in my own personal life and some agreements with the bunny and <laughs> yeah. kind of actually a really beautiful like movement into a new chapter. Um, and he left right on the new moon in Pisces, which is the Christ energy, mm. the fish, the Christ, the Christed ones and of love, right? Infinite mm-hmm. love and coming into love. And I felt um, like it was a really meaningful time for him to leave. And Honestly, he stayed so long, like you said. He, yeah. I knew he was going to leave, but it didn't discount the pain that I felt from the connection. I and yes. I wailed and I cried, like, yeah. like you know, I was holding the bunny and yeah. and I did ceremonies and you know, we lit, I lit candles and I did prayers and I've been talking to the bunny and giving thanks. So again, yeah, like like Isla's saying, experience your grief. Yeah. I've been honoring that grief in myself and just experiencing it for myself, whatever it looks like. And there's, it's like, well, someone might say, well, it's just a rabbit. Well, maybe to you, but it was actually this cool thing. It was so much more than that for me. And so yeah. you honor your own experience of something and it, it's not dependent on anyone else's viewpoint of it and to let yourself really feel it. So I've been sitting with that and letting myself like have those pain and reminiscing and remembering and feeling into my own heart what it was for me and letting go. And I actually, you know, like letting the soul of the bunny go home and get go yeah. home to itself and, and the pieces of myself that I was re- returning to me through the relationship with the animal, with, with Coco, because Coco helped me remember places in myself. Humans are fallible. You know, animals are unconditional. We don't often receive pure, unconditional love from the humans around us because we're all working on it, right? We all have holes and we're doing our best, but we we have triggers. We snap. We make mistakes. But animals are so different. Mm. And the unconditional love that I experienced with that bunny was immense. Plus, he was blind and he was a prey animal. (laughs) So literally everything wants to kill it and he can't see. So he's old. Like he was just like so much like love and protection. And and it was so immense. So that's really the love inside of our back to kind of all the things I talk about. I reflect on all those things I speak of. There's nobody out there. What's the deeper meanings? And so I metaphorically, you can go, okay, right, let's take it there. 
wow, okay, I, I honor the grief. Yeah. I honor what is. I have the physical experience. There is a loss. That, that being's not there to greet me. And you're not here. You can feel here. a soft little fur. Yeah, yeah, you can feel his little fur. Yeah. And, you know, and to just, you know, be with all those physical pieces and, and mourn it and have that grieving time, which I'm kind of still in. And then at the same time, taking it wide and going, but what did Coco represent for me in my, my movie, my vibrational mm. movie? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Coco leaving was more like, I'm ready for the next piece because I got that piece back, my love. Mm. There's pieces of myself that were remembered in my experience with Coco. Mm-hmm. And as I remembered those pieces and I felt it coming, like, oh, I, I, I feel that I'm ready. And I don't want you to go, Coco, yeah. but I know you're going to, like, kind of yeah. feeling. And and then it's like he left, like, you got it. Like, you got it. Here you go. And it's time for me to go. Yeah. And here you take take it and, and now go forth. And so to know that when our loved ones leave us, it's everything we've experienced with them is with us. You know, I had a similar feeling with my grandfather and remembering moments, right? You're mm. with, I mean, not, it was the bunny and my grandpa are obviously not the same, but our loss is loss and grief is grief yeah and um just remembering those moments you know it's like he's always with me his spirit is always there the the moments i learned the things you take away the the lessons those from me and my grandpa sitting under the tree eating peas under out of the pod and just feeling a sense of safety and peace right just Mm -hmm. small things can be really big but that's like what you you breathe in, that's what he, a piece he gave me. And that's within me. It's it's mine that he literally gave me this gift. So really concentrating for me, I'm really in the gratitude of concentrating on those gifts and how they create more wholeness within myself and, and then within, you know, everything else. Yeah. You know, I, I went to a grief group just a couple of weeks ago, a bunch of people, and I won't reveal anything to you know, that I shouldn't reveal. Uh, but the the realization that grief is such a process, too, and that sometimes uh, we, we may grieve over a loss, but we may not fully grieve over that loss. And it kind of comes up at another time when there's another loss. And I've seen this happen in my own life where uh, I didn't know that I didn't know what I didn't know, which was that grief can be cumulative. It's like, uh, oh, gee, I thought I was over that. And then something triggers it, be it a loss of a, of a, a being leaving the world or just a loss of something. And it's like, oh, my gosh, this is so big. And to just not judge it and to let it let it have its way with me, you know, let it have its way with you so that you can be free of it for now. I don't know what's going to happen in, in a year or a month or a day, but for now to just to be free, it's, well, it's very liberating. <laughs> Freedom. I, I really agree with you. Yeah. Like, I can feel this one for me too, being like that cumulative. Cause mm. for me, it was a piece that, um, that I was working with was very old that, mm. that Coco kind of, helped heal yeah it was very old and it was uh i'd already gained all the so you know the pieces back the fragmentation etc yeah that was there but a piece of my heart yeah was still like kind of like outstanding <laughs> so to speak yeah was still kind of hurt and and in a, in a hurt in some way and that healing of the animal and then i felt kind of 
for me, what also came up with this loss is, um, you know, I have had other losses recently that I maybe didn't grieve as much of, uh, like my dearest little sister's twin, you know, and, and the kind of pain Mm -hmm. that I feel in, wow, a lot of people leaving right now and, uh, death happening around us and, Mm -hmm. and the loss that I feel like, uh, will continue to happen. Mm-hmm. And wow, the, the sadness that brings forth in myself mm-hmm. and, and the compassion and the empathy and really the wanting to just hold, you know, ourselves in the light of love and compassion and grace for the unknowing and forgive them for they know not what they do of this world and this earthly plane and the things that have transpired here that have been so horrific and so horrible for the inhabitants and so it just uh, makes my heart really just want to hold the compassion for Mm -hmm. every soul to have what they need in these really intense times where so much pain and suffering and loss is really prevalent Mm -hmm. and um, my heart goes out to each of you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, and let's let's breathe that in. Let's breathe in that beautiful compassion that you're sharing with people. And that sometimes we feel we have a loss and we feel that loss and we're also feeling a collective loss. You're someone who's so tapped into so much that it's, um, yeah, it's amazing. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So for those of you out there, you know, just take a breath and breathe in the, the compassion and the kindness that you are. Each of us have this ability to be pure love, kind, compassionate, and um, to honor that, to honor that within us. And to reach in to... Um our compassionate heart, you know, is that we have the divine essence and um, ability to send our loved ones home and to mm-hmm. see them in their rightful place in the light, to see them in um, their true place in the light, remembering, and that kind of takes me into what I was saying earlier, the bigger picture, mm-hmm. remembering them. For those of you uh, that are in this knowingness and remembering and reminding you now, here we are within a system that is um, uh, not completely been uh, the beings here. The biggest problem we have is it's full of divine co-creators who don't know that they are. So in creating safety and uh, more harmony here, there's a lot of loss. It reminds me of the garden. Um, I talked about my spiral garden a few years back in a lesson I learned there, right, with the worms as they were. I was trying my best not to harm many of them as I was digging up the grass, but inevitably I, I did, and inevitably I'm destroying your house. I'm destroying everything, but it's going to be a beautiful garden after this. And there's no way I can make it beautiful without destroying it. Right. I can't just create the garden without doing this. And so I feel like we're in this kind of place right now on this planet where a lot of destruction and chaos is around us. And there's a lot of programming that makes you want to think apocalyptic and right. all of that kind of thing. And I just say to you, don't buy it. Just don't. 
turn it off, turn off the black box, go outside and remember why we came to build the new earth and that there is a lot of things that have to be composted, renewed, um, has to be taken to the fires, taken back to the tree so that it can grow new life and all the gifts that are brought with it and the losses are not really losses like, like my bunny spirit friend I see him at home on the other side in another space in another place home in the light home in, in infinite grace and, and the access of the gifts given are still there as with everything from every being I've been with my grandfather all the people that have left me that their gifts are still here so may we draw upon those gifts and send any loved ones here and now if you have a loved one that's left you pet or a friend or a very dear loved one, an intimate relationship, whatever form that is for you. Let's just all take a breath together out mm. there on the airwaves yeah. and a big like hello to all the souls that are ready to go home out there that we have connection to. And we just ask to send all souls that are ready to go home to the light through the gateways now to go home safely by their spirit guides and ascended masters to be lead them home to the infinite light. We are grateful for everything. Please forgive us. Thank you. We love you. We're sorry. Please forgive us. Thank you. We love you. We're sorry. Please forgive us. Thank you. We love you. We're sorry. And loss looks like so many different things. It it's the loss of a of a person or a being, and it's. <laughs> It's also the uh, loss of relationships and where people move on and they're no longer in your life. And um, so there's, there's lo loss and grief look like many things to many, to many of us. And it's important to honor that. Um, I was talking to uh, my dog trainer today. Speaking of lovely animals. Just going to close that eye yes, before go ahead. you do that yep. um, because we're actually doing something here. Go and ahead. so I want to just close that for everyone out there who is sending something home yeah. right now because there is things going home. So send it on home and let's all together just close those gates and just give thanks for what you've experienced with your loved one and see them at home in the light of the infinite and see all pieces going back into wholeness once again. And so it is. Thank you. Mahalo. Mahalo. Mahalo Thank you. Thank you. Um, so this is connected to that in that he was sharing with me. He, he trains dogs and he trains um, service animals. And he's had a lot of uh, requests for training dogs to help people with PTSD after COVID which is something I hadn't heard about before. And, uh, that goes to loss, that goes to grief, um, because people have lost so much, uh, lifestyles, way of being, people uh, who've crossed over. And, uh, and he's seeing this need for animals to help people through this transition. And um, I think it's important to be aware of it because we're surrounded by it, like you said. It's, there's so much going on out there, and whether it's happening in your exact world or not, it's all we're all part of the same piece. That's right, and honestly, that the bunny, I felt that a lot, that, wow, the bunnies could be really um, powerful trauma animals, especially for people who've been through really intense traumas. Um, 
The love is so immense. Mm. And um, I actually have a friend who's breeding rabbits. If anyone out there is interested in like experiencing that, um, reach out. Um, you can reach out to me via email, michaelanalove at gmail.com, um, because I could connect you with that person. And mm. I just think it's really like amazing experience. And um, yeah, animals and, and the relationships that we have in general um, to feed our soul and our heart. And I, I mean, it's unbelievable the amount of things we're going to need here as we go <laughs> yeah. forward. Yeah. So you mentioned PTSD and, you know, war and this, even what's happened just recently has been this really um, the media and everything outside of you and the black boxes around us are just onslaughting with uh, so much fear yeah. of, of looming war or looming catastrophes that the <laughs> that can all be going on in shock and like, oh, no, and oh, no, and a, a kind of a, a buzz of fear, which is honestly just hooking everyone up to the stuff and making us give up more power. So that's yeah. why we want to like lease all that stuff, come back into your sovereignty and your wholeness into your zero point, take back what is yours, release that, go back in the center and remember there's nothing out there. This is all, it's all stuff out there trying to make you us feel a certain way. And yes, there might be things happening, but again, where do we put our energy? What are we creating? What are we going to manifest as a collective energy? Because right. all of us are co-creating together. So we, where do we want to see? Do we want to see apocalypse or do we want to see the new earth? Right. So let's all vision the new earth and, and the capacity that we have to plant new seeds, to grow food, to do productive things, to help one another, to build community, to, to embody more of our love and more of our compassion and to hold each other in that love and compassion as we move forward in this next uh, few years here. Um, I, I do see it is, is getting a little bumpy. So I, I just want to encourage all of us to embody more love and the mother energy and let whatever's still moving through us to be held mm -hmm. by that mother. You know, right now for me, being held by the mother and, and the mother holding all of us in this deep time. This is not easy what we're all doing. And there are remnants of things from our past, by the way. Some of you might be experiencing remnants. We are kind of experiencing the Lemuria Atlantic Atlanta, Atla um, Atlantic, uh, sorry, Atlantis cataclysm of mm -hmm. looming event again. We're experiencing fragments of many things from our past histories, mm -hmm. which you as a soul mayor have experienced. If you've experienced some of these traumas, you may be getting triggered even more so in this time. So I also just encourage you to expand that it's beyond now and go, right, let me let go of any blame, guilt, unworthiness, any feelings that anything is my fault, that we have been abandoned. Um, those are a lot of things coming up right now for a lot of um, people I'm working with who are, are experiencing these things. So loving yourself and into this place of compassion and really forgiving uh, all of us and ourselves and each other. N none of us are to blame for what has transpired. So many things have transpired and we need to let them all go, uh, clean the slate into zero, empty our bowl of rocks and, and walk into the light of love and into our hearts and um, humble ourselves to infinite love and allow that to be the greatest power uh, that is for our love is greater than our fear. And in this time, um, we have to remember that uh, really deeply. I think it's also an important time for us to reach out to one another and to spend time with one another, to not just stay in our own little um, place. Uh, that's fine to do your own work, but it's also very valuable to come together on, on a deeper level to connect and share in in how you're feeling and what's going on it it 
it's so healing when we gather together in that way, you know, to, to be there and listen and compassionate for one another um, and to get to know one another on a deeper level, not just like, how's the day today? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> you know? what I really love about all the activities I've engaged in in my life are mm -hmm. about that. They're, mm -hmm. you know, drumming, dancing, mm -hmm. um, spiritual meditation groups, all these things. I, I, get, I get to engage in a lot of group activities like mm -hmm. that. And they um, are about cultivating deeper knowing of one another. Because when you're not just having conversations about how are you and talking to each other, right. you actually learn about each other. You get to understand who someone is without you. Like you're just experiencing them engaged in something they love. Right. I'm doing something I love. And we're all learning together mm -hmm. and working hard and sweating and I've had a really deep privilege of having the honor to engage in deeply with, you know, I had a dance company for a decade with eight amazing women who mm -hmm. that we just did that deep and so deeply into that. Mm. It's such a rich experience of sisterhood mm -hmm. um, to do that. So I agree with you immensely. Mm -hmm. and um, And I encourage people to get involved in things that are like that, that are like, you're not talking, like go to something, come to a dance class, come to an event, come to some music, come to something where you can engage with each other. And you don't have to do small talk, but you can just authentically kind really of feel connect each more deeply. other. Yeah. Cause you get to feel each other differently yeah. when I don't have to tell you my story. Yeah. You know, I can just be, and you can be, and you're not here for me and I'm not here for you, but we're both here. We're here to have an experience. Other. Correct. But my experiences isn't yes. dependent on you. Like you're not here to entertain me. Right. Like we're not having lunch and I have to be like, so Isla, yeah. so then tell me another story. <laughs> like, or whatever, right? It, it's yeah. just a very different thing that I think a lot of people don't get to experience. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my life has been that experience. Plus I lived in a house with 12 people and I, I've lived in community. I've done the hippie. I've done a lot of things that are community based. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think that gets more into our our right living in our right brain and mm -hmm. getting into more creative sharing communal living plus being in the village in Africa every year we're all together right we're all together all the time like all of us are in the same place and that's why we say one tonight while we're in the taxi we're in the house I mean there's seven of us in the cab so I mean you know like <laughs> so yeah that intimacy of being together there's something that you know I noticed this uh, from the third world to the first, like that's one of the things I really noticed. Americans is as we got more stuff, see, we all moved into boxes and then moved people away from one another. Exactly. Yeah. And then you didn't do your laundry all together and hang right. out and talk story and be at the river and talk. Now you went and put them in a little box. And then instead of like doing something fun with your friends, well, you did. Now you just sit down and they watch soap operas yeah. or they put on the box. Yeah. You know, they didn't create more livelihood and more community. We, we created more separation by our advancements. Mm -hmm. So how do we use our advancements now in a new sustainable way and think about how we can create community with our advancements? How do we have the best of both worlds? For me, what I've been kind of concentrated on uh, in this last t decade with the work in Africa and here is the, the concept of the evolved village. And I know many people here in Javier also dedicated to that concept mm -hmm. and, and taking the best of everything. And, and then how do we reframe that so that it, it works efficiently and we're actually well, and it's and systems. it's not a perfect process. It's constantly you're constantly shifting and changing based on who you are and who they are and and what works. And then you learn from what didn't work. And and I want to say, you know, you're you're coming from this as somebody who's been doing a lot of leading in that way. And there may be some people out there listening 
who have been considering doing something in a leadership way. And I say, go, go take the leap, you know, make mistakes, it doesn't matter. But if you feel like there's something you could be doing, maybe with a group of three people or 33 people or 333 people, you know, go, go forth. Um, take take that next step and if that and if you're not ready for that yet look for somebody who is doing something uh just put out there that's what you want and it will show up that's what i love about the, our community too is uh, well it's really life it, you put out what you want and you say universe here's what i'm looking for and then keep your eyes open because something will manifest yes. so if you're not able to to take that step and lead then definitely put out there that you want you want to be involved in something where you're either dancing or talking to spirits or um, basket weaving or, or, or yeah basketball what a, or yeah, whatever or, yeah you know all those are really all those are anything you want to do whatever calls your heart and that's the thing is listening to our own beautiful heart it's it's not what you should be doing it's yeah. what calls your spirit and we're all different you know we're all different vessels we all have a different angle a different we're all the hologram of the infinite and it's of utmost importance that we each enact our specific hologram because you're the only one of the infinite that's just like this. And so we need all of us, do you know, into wholeness. And and that's the beauty of it. So our transitions, our letting go and these these moments of loss, I, I think, in the human realm is for us to take them and turn them as our misfortunes get turned into cultivating our deeper soul experience so that we know the vastness of all things and understand wholeness at a greater capacity as we embody the things we perceive as being lost outside of us, as being actually embodied within us, and as we see all brought back into the light of love. Yes. I, you know what? It's time to take a break. So that was a perfect moment to do that. So I'm going to put on uh, break music and we'll be right back. The Koala Night Market returns on Wednesday, March 1st from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Koala Village Hub. This month, the Hub brings you Filipino Culture Night, featuring Filipino food, dancing, and a fashion show. The community is invited to shop locally produced food and crafts, and food trucks will be cooking up some local grinds, and Radio KNKR will be there live, broadcasting from the market. You can stop by our table and meet some of the DJs. That's the Kohala Night Market on Wednesday, March 1st, from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Kohala Village Hub. See you there. Great goddess I am, so thankful to have you guiding me, protecting me, I am so thankful to have you. Aloha kohala, this is Isla Allgood of Women's Voices. Change is in the air. Women's Voices will now be once a week, every Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. I hope you can tune in to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala and listen to sensational songs by female artists from right here in Kohala and around the world. Protecting me, I am so thankful to have you guiding me, protecting me, I am. Oh, 
Ohana Nui is hosting a free fruit, vegetable, plant, and feed sharing every Wednesday from noon to 3 p.m. at St. Augustine's Thrift Store. Bring what you have to share. If you have food to donate, you can contact Coconut Family at protonmail.com. Aloha and welcome back to Intuitive Talk Story. Uh, it's 3.33 here on 2.22. And <laughs> yes. you're listening to Isla Allgood and... Mikkel Anna. On KNKR. So... 333 was actually a very pivotal number for me in my teenage years with a good mm. friend, Dana. Well, uh, shout out to Dana. Uh, mm. 333 is like a mast- mid- mystical number, mm-hmm. always telling us we're right on track. And Isla, you're right on there track. There we go. We we're are. on. We're, we're in on. We're in the groove. So the you'd groove. like to read something, and then we'll keep going from there. Yes, Does that we sound will. good? Okay. Yes, we will. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I uh, wanted to share um, in this framework of loss and attachment, releasing um, and grief, but, um, uh, the Lord's Prayer, we all know a version of the Lord's Prayer, but I had never heard this version before, and um, it is, to me, exemplifies what I, the Lord's Prayer I, that I imagined it would be. And I, so this is the Lord's Prayer, direct translation from Aramaic to English um, in 1892. The known version that we utilize now is Aramaic to Greek to Latin to English. All cosmic birther of all radiance and vibration, soften the ground of our being and carve out within us a space where your presence can abide. Fill us with your creativity so that we may be empowered to bear the fruit of your mission. Let each of our actions bear fruit in accordance to our desire. Endow us with the wisdom to produce and share what each being needs to grow and flourish. Untie the tangled threads of destiny that bind us as we release others from the entanglement of past mistakes. Do not let us be seduced by that which will divert us from our true purpose, but illuminate the opportunities of the present moment. For you are the ground and the fruitful vision, the birth, the power, and fulfillment, as all is gathered and made whole once again. And so it is. And so it is. Boy, I wish they would have used that one when I was growing up. Right. I could have connected to that. Right? Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? That is very deep. So entanglement beautiful. and illuminate were the two words I wrote for that. The entanglements of, yeah. of desire, yeah. the, of past, the entanglement of past mistakes. Yeah. And untie the tangled threads of destiny. Ooh. So when you think of that in your life, we're not, we're just untying the threads, the webs that get woven, the things we cord, the things that we tie into, releasing all threads, mm. untangling them to be sovereign in thyself, connected to the God of thy heart, the earth and nothing else, free of all encumberment and as mm. a sovereign co-creative being. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, this morning I was out walking and uh, we're putting on a property up for sale. So we're cleaning out and clearing out stuff, but it's so much more than that. And uh, 
thought of letting go and not knowing where, I mean, I want to be here in our community, but not knowing exactly where that's going to be or how it's going to be, or it, I don't know any of it. I, I feel like I'm in such a not knowing because one minute I'm like, all right, pack this, clear this, get rid of that. And then I'm walking on the land today and I'm like, if you want us to stay here, then you got to make that really clear because it's nothing's clear right now. It's just a big, mushy, <laughs> it's just a big, mushy mess. Yeah. And, and I really want to, and Holly too, we want to follow, follow what's best, not just, ah, I want to do this, so I'm going to do this and, you know, go, 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 let's get that done. No, no, no. I want to keep, just like I live every day, listen, listen to what spirit says, listen to what my intuition tells me and, and see where it all goes. Yeah, for me, I, I hear you. It's just I, I don't make any choices if spirit doesn't tell me. I'm like, whatever I'm supposed to do, let's do it. And if that's what spirit's guiding you to do and you feel like that's the call, then you follow it. And, and if that's not... not uh, without attachment to the outcome. That's right. the big. That's, that's the biggie, right? Well, for me, it, it just starts with what I just said. If yeah. I, I just do it, so... Yeah. That's how it's always been for me. I, uh, the unattached one has been pretty good. As a member, <laughs> my motto is unattached and amused. So I've been working that one a long time. Yeah. So I usually am unattached once I, like, I just kind of like go with it once I make the choice. But it is the commitment to making the choice. Like, uh, that's the hard part. It's like, mm, I don't want to. When you don't want to do sometimes. Yeah. Like, that's hard. Like, you're like, oh, I don't want to do it, but I have to. Okay. When you're listening to spirit. Well, it's the it's difference. Yeah, there's the I do. want versus what the I'm being want. guided. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day, uh, I, I started doing some groups at the shop, and, and uh, she said, uh, are you going to do these every month? And I'm like, I don't have the answer for that right now because I'm listening day to day, and uh, I can't plan that far ahead right now. That's not that's not what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. We're just gonna we're just here's what's happening next. That's <laughs> that's about as much as I can tell you, you know. And I'll know I'll know when something else changes. But uh, and that's kind of a interesting place to be. Well, that's like what we were talking about last time was the unknown mm. and being in the unknown. And and uh, I do think that's a place where a lot of people are are yeah. in the unknown. And and that's it's a time to be in the unknown because part of the letting go is letting go of what you think you know and allowing yeah. what really is it's kind of like let everything settle whatever is really true will really stick but let everything else fall away and right now we are in a big falling away in so many places of letting go of what we think we understand and um letting our real, the real truth kind of settle into your spirit. So that real discernment is to me a real big word in these times. Uh, mm. You were talking about listening to spirit and um, that really gets into, well, are, is it your voice or is it, you know, some, for some out there, if you're at some a clear place, is it your voice or, or source voice that you're listening to? Right. So that's a back to hum surrender, humility, humbling ourselves to these experiences and, you knowing that in the face of loss and the transition, whatever we perceive as a difficulty, that we humble ourselves to source and go, okay, I know that I'm taken care of. I 
continue to trust, have faith, to put my mm-hmm. faith in something greater than myself, to put my faith in the greater vision, the greater promise, the new earth, that which is coming forward, that I am only doing my part of a greater whole. And so to stay steadfast upon my mission, to stay steadfast in what I'm here to do, to give thanks and to be led, unattached and amused with love in my heart in each and every moment. And that's really the task at hand I see for myself. And so that we knowingness that we just bring back our bring it back to the center and let go of everything and see what's really meant to be you know that phrase if you love something set it free if it mm-hmm. comes back to you it's meant to be well that's mm-hmm. kind of what we got to do with everything in the world right now mm. is what's really meant to be will be like if that's the truth it will be the truth it will stand mm-hmm. on its own we don't have to hold it up it will stand there by itself shining in the light mm-hmm yeah, and something about practice practice listening came up for me while you were talking. Um, I think some people don't know the difference like between is it just what I want, is it my thought, is it spirit, is it my higher self? And I don't really identify it as, a, as an entity so much as uh, a feeling like my body tells me. If I'm going left and I'm I'm feeling some resistance about that. And when I go right, I feel kind of tingling and, well, oh, then I, I want to go to the right. Mm-hmm. And you can practice that really simply with your day-to-day, do I want to eat this for breakfast or this for breakfast? What, what feels, oh, this one feels right for me today, so I'm going to have that. I'm going to have the apple. I'm not going to have the, the orange. <laughs> Yeah, you know? and, and we've talked about this before, the resonance and this goes into like dowsing and feeling yeah. into your body, feeling your intuition. And yeah, I love I love um, what Isla's saying about the tingles and then the resistance because you can feel that in your body. And if you put your hands on your body, mm. like when mm-hmm. you ask yourself a question, like, do I want to go to the party? You know, and you're like, no, I don't want to go. You mm. can feel it. I don't mm. want to go. I'm not going. Listen, so it's that, like listening to that voice. Mm, it's not really the best thing for me. So when you feel that feeling, that's your intuition. On a greater level, when it gets into bigger stuff and harder stuff, honestly, well, as if you listen to these shows, you know, I'm a big advocate of daily tools. I, yeah. I believe in absolutely using tools every single day and going to your toolbox when you have anything to come up. So when you have bigger things, it's about going into creating, opening up sacred space for yourself, going into your meditative space, into your sacred place, doing all that work to get into a neutral space so that you can really listen and hear from a humble place like in service in service to the infinite let i be led and really be clear that you're intentionalizing your high heart to receive that information and then you really get more guidance or you ask for more guidance from this place and put it out there and then pay attention when you walk around something comes up somebody tells you something um, you know, like someone will give you a clue. Things are everywhere around us, on the radio, in the movies, at the store. There's a clue everywhere. On the clock. On the clock. <laughs> if you're paying attention, you know, you're like, wow, there was a clue. So, you know, yeah. you like pick up the clues wherever you go. If you're asking, it's coming. So mm-hmm. pay attention. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. And I, I don't know that. I think there's a lot to distract us out there. So. Yeah. Everything is trying to distract you yeah. because nothing here would like you to pay attention, actually. Yeah. The whole thing is trying to fragment you. Yeah. But we are paying attention and we're going to continue to pay attention. And and when you get off track, 
you just get back on track. It's never, not never, never, never hit yourself on the head. No, no judgment. That doesn't help anyone. And judgment yeah. is not a quality that we promote. So no. we wouldn't be wanting you to feel judgment <laughs> by any means. That's never something to feel. Yeah. If that's something that comes up, then stop judging yourself. Yeah. Stop judging anybody yeah. for anything, right? Because it's really our, our self-judgment that we don't think we're doing enough. We don't think we're handling it but enough. So we judge because we're really judging ourselves. Right. When we judge other people, we're really judging. There's something something in there for us because it's it's a mirror. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not about the other person or the other situation or something. And it's usually something we still feel bad about yeah. for ourselves. And so we want to love that little girl, little boy inside ourselves and tell them they're okay and find out what they're feeling and go back to those memory sweeps and picking up your pearls, get your energy, come back into your heart and find your center again and love your inner self. And that kind of ties in with just experiencing grief, honoring grief, loss, attachment. We have to honor all these emotions we have felt mm. in these experiences. None of them are wrong. None of them are like, oh, that's terrible. I can't believe you did that. Nothing is like that. We've all done everything horrible, honestly. We've all been everything terrible. We've all been good. We've all been every role and archetype. We've mm -hmm. been all these different things. They're all just actress. They're just state. There's, they're, you know, roles on the screen, so to speak. And in order to know thyself, you have to experience all the different roles. You can't really know that you're the light until you know of your own darkness, right? Mm -hmm. you, you have to know and you go through your own fear. So it's just this long river of knowing ourselves and finding our infinite light and holding that place in ourselves. So wherever you are on that journey, wherever that looks like, it's perfect. It's great. There's no race, there's no competition, there's no anything. It's just a fabulous, beautiful, long, beautiful hike along many scenic routes. And 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 some, you know, and, and there's some of us, you know, have been on a few different hikes and you're like, oh, I can help you with that hike. You know, and, right. or I can help you with that, you know, That's or right. have you seen the waterfall? Oh, you're going to love it. But then there's so much more to go. Like we're on an infinite hike and it's long. If you remember, we're in we're in 3D right now. I mean, I'm talking to you from the three-dimensional realm, right? And we're we're in we're kind of like at the bottom of the barrel here. So we're rising up dimensionally, vibrationally, as we all rise our vibration by kind of using your misfortune, per se, your loss, your grief, actually builds character. It builds love sure in ourselves. Does. It brings yeah. us pieces of ourselves that we thought we didn't have. It makes us mm -hmm. stronger. It's, you know, feeling You don't like, realize how strong you can yeah, be. Yeah, and it gives, and I mm -hmm. feel like I'm just embracing all that compassion, all that love. I'm like, I am Coco now. I have to be Coco. <laughs> I am in Coco the bunny. That's why you wore that shirt today. Yeah, it's I'm, dark like Coco. I'm, I'm like Coco now, you know, so I have to become Coco. So we have to yeah. become and be all that we perceive as lost out there to be it. Become mm -hmm. whole within ourselves and radiate the real truth. The real truth is what you feel in your source energy. You are the source. You know, when people say, well, well where'd you hear that info? Where'd you hear that? What's the source? I am. I am that I am. I am the source. I feel it resonates in my bones. I know it to be so. Don't let anybody tell you something that you know to be so in your bones, mm -hmm. that you feel in your beingness. Never go against that voice, mm. that feeling. That's your infinite soul that's betraying thyself. Don't allow anyone to let you betray thyself. Allow yourself to always be led by that infant voice. Trust, trust, for you are never alone and yet we are always alone. But you have everything you need when you need it. And in the very darkest of moments is when you need to remember that the very most. 
years ago, I was going through a huge transition, and um, my cousin just wrote to me the words, to thine own self be true. And it meant so much to me to hear that, to see that, because the people that were around me wanted me to be wh who they wanted me to be, who they knew me to be, and I wasn't being that for them anymore, so they were <laughs> mad at me. And so to have somebody who knew me from the time I was little say that, it, it kind of like, oh, okay, it's that simple. It's that simple, just be be true to me. It's not being selfish or self-centered or egotistical. It's simply being true to me. And, and uh, to piggyback on that, I, I, I always felt like I was kind of a young hippie girl, Rasta hippie, um, went to a bunch of dead shows and things like that as mm -hmm. an older teenager in early 20s. And I remember feeling like if I stand in my truth, then I offer the opportunity for everyone else to stand in theirs. And how I did that was by dancing. Ah, like the dance yeah. floor, often at a show or something, there's nobody out there. Yeah. And nobody wants to get up and get on the dance to floor. Be the first one out. They don't want to be the yeah, first yeah. person. And I would go be the first person to give everyone else permission to get up and dance. Yeah. Get up and dance. I I yeah. did the I did the scary part for you. Now you can go and be free. Like that's so funny. I still love to do that yeah, at, at right? weddings and parties. Why not? Get out on the dance floor and just start because it would just bring other people. Exactly. You, so when you stand in your truth, you actually allow, you give empowerment to others to stand in their truth. So mm. do not be afraid to stand in your truth and know that it, you're actually empowering the people around you, giving them permission to listen to their selves and their heart. And, and they very mm -hmm. might be been thinking the same thing you were anyway. Often we're afraid, oh no, what if they'll think I'm the crazy one. But what if everyone else was thinking the exact same thing you were? And if only somebody stood in their power and actually said somebody it. Somebody got Somebody out there. did it. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think it's really important to model that being true to yourself and living in your truth and living authentically for other people and uh, particularly children. You know, if you're around kids, if you have kids, if you don't honor your truth, how can you expect them to honor their truth as they grow up? So by being true to who you are, you, you model that for other people, not, not in a way that's uh, theatrical. It's just by being authentic. Absolutely. Um, as a teacher of kids for the past, let's see, 22 years or so, um, teaching kids and working in programs and arts and pushing kids to do mm. their best and all those things, um, I've often said to my students, do I ever ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do? Mm -hmm. And they always are like, no. <laughs> right, because I do it with you, right? Or I'll even do more, or I do twice as much as you do. Yeah. Uh huh. So they can never, like, I'm never asking them to do something I don't do. So they always go, right, and then I guess I get to do it then. Yep, you do. Come on, let's go. So right. if I wasn't doing it, though, that's what I mean. You're just saying modeling for our students. Yes. A lot of times we do like the do as I say, not as I do yes. story, which doesn't work. That's we, old. That's, that's old, old programming. Old program, yeah. right? So if we want yeah. our, you know, we have to embody those things because then when I, they got nothing. I, I, I divide. Am I doing it? Yes. So am I asking you to do anything that I'm not doing myself? No. Okay. Well, then let's, let's, let's embody go. it. Let's, let's go, go have some fun. Let's do it then, yeah. right? So if we, mm. it's like kind of like, you're, you know, I used to say, uh, 
your poop don't stink kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you know, you can't, you know, it's coming out roses. Right. It's like you got nothing. So you have to rise to the challenge. It, and when we reflect the light, mm. we do nothing but offer somebody the opportunity to reflect their own light. And it's kind of all the separation is like that in some similar way. If mm. I, if, if you were having any sort of issue, like a lot of times we do this as kind of an offshoot, but just to give a, comparison here like if we said something negative and you wanted to tell me so oh you know blah 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 and you want me to join you in that if i were to join you in it, it gets oh if permission. i'm complaining right yeah, yeah. Say you're complaining I'm, I'm i'm whining about x and i go on and on and then you can join into that and go deeper with it or or i can reflect the light of like hey here's a solution what do you think about this i cannot give energy to that reflect something different and then the separation's got nothing like it can't but what mm. don't you want to complain with me N- nope love you no, i hear you i hear you and i hold you in compassion i can hold that space and I hold with the you empathy yeah. and we draw into all that empathy and compassion and love that we've been cultivating well and it's yeah it's kind of like are loss. you done yet yeah. Like, you know, you get it out, you get it out. Is there anything else? Yeah, there's a little more. And you get it out and you get it out. Any more? Nope. Ready to move on? Yep. Because sometimes we just need to get stuff just out. need to get it out. Yeah. Yeah. So letting each other purge, especially mm-hmm. in this time of loss, mm-hmm. uh, grieving. If you're, you know, purge whatever you don't need. Breathe. Breathing is really important. I'm going to stress again. Oh, yeah. Just Let's breathe. breathing alone. You don't even need fancy things. You can just breathe anytime, anywhere. And the, a breath I'm going to suggest is breathing in, again, from your belly all the way up, activating beyond your lungs, breathing it up, holding your breath at the top, like almost like it's rounding at the top, and then pushing it back down through the column, feeling it go through your ventricles and the lungs all the way into your belly so you're not skipping any place, letting the breath feel like a massage through your organs Mm. and that breath just really circulating through the body, doing that and releasing at the same time anything you don't need down your grounding, and uh, that will be very helpful. It's very yummy. It feels yummy. Yeah, yeah, we have a few more minutes. When you were talking about... Uh, just a minute ago, I kept thinking about uh, people who are ultra sensitive um, and aren't always sure about what they're feeling that's theirs and what they're feeling that somebody else's, especially if somebody's, I know we were talking about somebody's venting and they're going on about some horror of their day and they're venting and venting. And as the more sensitive a person is, and maybe you don't have the tools to make sure that you're holding space, but you're not taking it on whatever the other person is experiencing. You let them have their experience over there, with, but it's theirs. It's, n- it's not coming into your energy field. I'm just going to say if you if that's you and you don't have the tools, you can have the tools literally right now on YouTube. Within 20 minutes, you can learn those tools. Mm-hmm. My website is Mikel Anna, M-I-C-H-A-L space A-N-N-A. There's the daily energy scan. Mm-hmm. There's um, uh, and um, a daily. Uh, there's a couple daily ones that you can use that are for that purpose. It would teach you those tools, and then once you utilize them in yourself, you don't need to listen to me all the time. It's just learning what you need, and then you have it in yourself. So I encourage any and everyone who feels resonant with that to learn these tools, 
to create sovereignty. It's really energy management is what we're doing. Yeah. In this time, we've risen up to a place where we have to become more. We are becoming aware as a whole collective that we are multidimensional beings. You're not just one thing. You are many things. So learning to manage your energy, learning how that works, and being able to navigate your mo- mental, emotional, spiritual bodies along with your physical body and psychological bodies is a really awesome thing to do you are a light inside this thing and and learning about it and rising the energy through it enables us to have basically sovereignty here and create what we'd like to create so that's what we're all kind of focusing on as like letting go of what we don't need so we can run more light and we can be more love Mm -hmm. and embody more joy, more happiness and and co-create together this new earth time that all of us are getting to embark upon. Mm -hmm. And uh, prayers to all those that um, will leave this place within this time period and that have already left um, prayers of safe passage and light to all of them. And we give thanks for all of the gifts that we have received and that um, have been shared in this time, and may all be in the highest light of their infinite path. Yes, and may we remember that they are still with us. If we ask them to be, they can come. You know, they're not far away, energetically. Hold them in our hearts and their energy, and although they are at home in the light on the other side, we don't necessarily want to keep our No, we don't want to keep them here. We want them to be on the other side of the veil, a home in their heart, unattached and amused. But yet we can commune in the etherical realms and dimensional frameworks to, um, to connect with them there. And we can um, send all that are still here because we have a lot of actually disembodied spirits. A lot of us carry our ancestors with us. And if they're ready to go home, if the patterns are ready to be released and the wounds. Mm. And honestly, it's now's a great time to let them all go home and send them all across the veil home from our lands, from our ohanas um, to create more wholeness so that this whole grid can move into a higher vibratory field without a lot of the past pain and grief and loss that has transpired here. So I encourage all of us to let everything go home to its rightful place in the light as we give thanks for what we have been given and we release ourselves from the entanglements of destiny and past mistakes. Thank you. Thank you, Tier. And, and that letting go really, like like you were saying earlier, um, just to bring it all the way around in a circle, uh, through that letting go, there becomes new opportunities that maybe we don't know what they are in the moment of that letting go, but they will come and you'll have new experiences and it'll be even more spectacular. There's that old adage, when one door closes, another door opens. <laughs> yes. Right? My aunt used to say that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's a big story, a long book you're in, many yes. chapters. Just enjoy each chapter and know not, it's all temporal. We're having a multitude of experiences, so enjoy the ride and try not to attach to any one experience and know just the infiniteness of your beautiful self and enjoy the moment. So blessings to everybody out there. Yes, and thank you for joining us today. And thank you, Mikkel, for sharing and being so vulnerable with me and everybody listening today. Thank uh, you yes. all for sharing that love with me. Yeah. And may um, we all just reach into more love together and uh, help one another as we move forward in this time. 
until next time, uh, we'll see you all or talk to you again in a couple weeks. Sounds beautiful. Aloha. Aloha.